With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oklahoma City Thunder. Here comes Chris Paul, rising and firing for three. Hit it! First offensive possession of the night, Adams goes right to the rim and he gets fouled. Adams, the rebound inside as nobody can contest with that size and Adams able to finish it up. Chris Paul, the nine-time All-Star, tight ropes the sideline, retreats out with Gobert on him, steps into a three, hits! Wilson's Alexander with the dotted line, down the lane to the rim with a left hand, lay it up and in, count it and a foul. Chris Paul for three and he hits! Oh, gosh! Those are the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, Chris Paul is now a member of the Thunder, the nine-time All-Star, eight-time All-NBA player out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina, will be their first and foremost offensive option. Danilo Gallinari, another new piece. Chris Paul came over in the Russell Westbrook trade. Danilo Gallinari came over in the Paul George trade. He averaged 20 points a game last year for the then LA Clippers. He is now with his team. And they've got the big man in the middle, Steven Adams, the seven-footer. He and Rudy Gobert have done battle numerous times. And their young star, a second-year player out of Toronto, Canada, whose parents were elite athletes whose mom competed in the same Olympics as Mike Conley's dad, Shea Gilgis Alexander out of Toronto. He averaged 11 points a game. The Thunder last year were 49-33, and 33, but this is a very different team. They're changing their offense. They're changing their defense. They don't have the 28 points of Paul George, the 23 points of Russell Westbrook anymore. They're still under the direction of head coach Billy Donovan. We'll head down in just a moment to Dan Roberts for the announcement of the Utah Jazz starting lineup for the first time this season under the direction of Quinn Snyder and the newest members of the Jazz will have three new starters and the Thunder do too. Both teams making lots of changes this year. Let's head downstairs. Here's Dan Roberts on the call for the starters. And now with tradition, let's meet the entire Utah Jazz lineup. Wearing number 13, a 6-hand center from North Carolina, Tony Bradley. Wearing number 5, 6-6 forward from Charleston, Jarrell Bradley. Wearing number 17, a 6-9 center forward from North Carolina, Ed Davis. Wearing number 11, a 6-5 guard from Australia, Dante Exum. Wearing number 22, 6'7 forward from Georgetown, Jeff Green. Wearing number 2, 6'7 forward from Australia, Joe Ingles. Wearing number 15, 6'6 forward from Colorado State, Stanton Kidd. Wearing number 8, 6'3 guard from DR Congo, Emmanuel Seven forward from Iowa State, George Yang. Number 24, 6'5 guard from Yale, Mie Oni. Number 0, a 6'2 guard from Gonzaga, Nigel 
Williams Goss. And wearing number three, a six foot guard from Hofstra, Jason Wright Thorman. Right down this date, Starting January 19, 2018. The last time Joe Croatia, Ingles didn't start a game. Bogdanovich is open, left corner is his best corner, and he switches it home. Couple them with stars, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. And the Jazz are ready to sing a new tune. Donovan spins to the window, goes to Duncan, has to bring it back down, finishes with a left-hand layup. Pick and roll, Conley lobs it high, Gobert slam dunk. For Oklahoma City, it's a new world as well. Two years ago, the Jazz put the first dagger in their heart, and then Damian Lillard muted the Thunder's roar. Five seconds. George backing up. Miller doesn't want to pick. Dame going for the win. A three-pointer for the game. It's a new Jazz team soaring upwards, a Thunder team with new personnel, and an unknown next step. It's the Jazz. It's the Thunder. It's the 1920 NBA season. Tip-off is now. David, I think it's going to be fun tonight to watch what the Jazz want to do. Last year, they did, they attempted to play a little bit faster, not just run up the, down the floor, helter-skelter, but they, they want to push the ball up the floor. So what I'm going to be looking for tonight is how... I'm going to watch the shot clock. I'm going to see how quickly they get shots up early in the shot clock uh, in their offense. Thunder are in their sky blue uniforms with orange sides. The Utah Jazz are in their white uniforms. Saturday against Sacramento will be the purple party, I believe. The purple party, absolutely. Mike Conley comes out wearing number 10 with a white headband. Boyan Bogdanovich wearing 44 and red Don One shoes. We're going to jump it. Gobert and Adams at midcourt were underway for the season. Thunder control the tip. Chris Paul, the nine-time All-Star, eight-time All-NBA on his fourth team now. Works the top, guarded by Conley. They've battled numerous times. Ball comes around on a sw- Nash dribble. Flips it up top to Gallinari. Guarded by Bogdanovich. Pick from Adams. He drives to the right at Gobert. Gets caught in the air and throws it away. But he traveled first. And the defensive player of the year, two times running, 
has an impact on the first play of the season. And the very thing they worked on this morning, David, was that, that stagger screen you talked about, go underneath on both of them to keep Chris Paul from turning the corner. He was able to turn the corner, but the defense was set and there. Rudy Gobert rolls to the basket and misses a layup on a give from the wing from O'Neal on a first play. They diagram before the game, work perfectly, running the floor as Adams misses the layup. Gobert from behind, knocks the rebound to Conley. Conley to the front court, bounces to O'Neal, to the rack, he lays it up and in. 2-0 Utah. Saw Royce O'Neal's mom before the game and said, you realize your boy's starting. And she just couldn't believe it. It was just so great to see her. What a journey they've been on two years in Europe. Left side, Ferguson or Shea Gilgis-Alexander, guarded by Donovan. Gallinari trying to get in the post. Gilgis-Alexander drives, loses the dribble, recovers it. They rotate to the corner to Terrence Ferguson in a shot clock violation. And the Jazz number one defense in the NBA each of the last two years has shown up for the first two possessions. Yeah, if Chris Paul's going to walk the ball up the floor, that's going to take a lot of time off the clock. And if they want a ball movement, they have to put the get the ball up the floor a little bit quicker than that. Otherwise, the Jazz defense controls it. Conley blows by the defense, swirls around on the near dribble to the near side, gets to the left corner. He's wide open for three, missed it. Rudy Gobert will follow with a flush. Mike Conley was tired of the media today and said part of the pick and roll with Gobert is just put it up off the rim. He says he'll go get it. Well, he did it right there. Here's Gallinari. Left-hand dribble, averaged 20 a game in L.A. last year. Bounces out to Chris Paul, who spent much of his time in L.A. Back up top to Gilgis Alexander, the second-year player. Driving on O'Neal, gets into his body, and a whistle and a foul. Quinn Snyder doesn't like it for the first time in Quinn Snyder's career as a head coach he, and any coach in this league. He actually could challenge this right out of the shoot. He could decide to challenge the first whistle of the night. He will not. Well, I, I think if Royce O'Neal would have kept his arms up in the air, he comes down. And a lot of times, if you don't even make contact, you know, they're going to make that call. Gilgis Alexander acquired in the Paul George trade is one of the primary pieces. Averaged 11 points, three rebounds, three assists last year for the Clippers. Much better player last year, as most rookies are at home than on the road, and he makes one of two free throws. 11 points, 48% from the field, and 36% from the three-point line. Not a bit. Mike Conley penetrates, tries to get it to Gobert, can't. Turnover, Gallinari on the run, O'Neal runs by him, knocks it away. Gallinari picks it back up and airballs from two feet out as Donovan defends. Bogdanovich comes to the front court. Baseball pass to O'Neal in the left corner. Cross court skip pass to Conley. Bullets it down low to Gobert. Tough catch. Tips it out. Mike, open three. No good. Mike's a little juiced. He's missed his first two. 4-1 Utah's. Gallinari comes, gives it to Chris Paul. Paul, career lows across the board in Houston last year. Pick and roll. Conley goes down. Pull up mid-range jumper. No good for Chris Paul. Donovan on the push. Donovan led the Jazz in scoring last year, 24 a game. Gets to the right elbow, kicks it out to his buddy Royce, who gets it swiped away and stolen by Chris Paul. And a foul in the open court by Mike Conley, trying to stop the fast break and quickly throwing up the shot as Chris Paul trying to get free throws. They don't give it to him. Mike Conley and Chris Paul. They go all the way back to Mike Conley's recruiting trip at Wake Forest when Chris Paul was his host. Conley and they have played 28 regular season games against each other, now 29. And the last time they matched up, Mike Conley had 35 points against him. 
Gallinari, left elbow, kicks it over to Chris Paul. Down in the post, Steven Adams. In the right block, he hooks it over Gobert. Another air ball, 4-1 Utah. Rebound to O'Neal. Jazz have numerous guys who can rebound and go. Conley off the Gobert pick. Mid-range left side jumper, no good. Mike's 0 for 3 to start the night. Well, I tell you, the Jazz are getting open. They're getting shots that they want out of, that, out of their offense. Chris Paul crossing over. Conley gets hit on the pick. Paul with a nifty dribble in between the legs, gets into the lane, fades back, and hits. That's what he's good at. He sets you up very nicely to come off the pick, then he goes horizontal back across the grain, and that forces Rudy to stay with him. Well, he doesn't shoot at the rim at all anymore. Yeah. yeah. Here's Bogdanovich into the paint, brings Adams to him, looks toward Gobert. Adams hesitates. Bogdanovich goes right by him and lays it up and in, 6-3. Second-round pick, 31st pick out of Miami, for Miami, rather. We have a whistle and an offensive foul as Gilgis Alexander was about to take a three. 11 games on the board tonight. We haven't had a traveling call yet either. Well, it's the regular season, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying, David? During the preseason, they make those calls, huh? 6-3. Here's Conley at the top. Bogdanovich on a tight curl. Gets the dotted line to the basket. Fouled and finishes. Boyan Bogdanovich is just bogarting Shea Gilgis-Alexander on that curl and getting into the paint on the much smaller defender. Boyan. He just, just knows how to get open. You know, he just... You've watched him in practice a lot, Ron. What have you seen from him? Well, he, he, he sets up for a shot as quick as anyone I've seen. But the fact that he, he knows how to position himself so you can get him the basketball. And, and it seems like he's always open. 9-3, completes the three-point play. Utah leads it. Gilgis Alexander into the post to Gallinari on the smaller O'Neal. Puts an elbow into his jaw. O'Neal goes down, no whistle. Gallinari finishes. Gallinari's a big-time foul drawer. We have a 30-point bell already tonight with 11 games going on. It's brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Alexis Donovan driving. Reach-in foul on Gallinari. Donovan will get two free throws. Uh, Gallinari, a 90% three-point shooter. I mean, free-throw shooter last year. So, you know, if you shoot free-throws that well, why not go to the free-throw line, huh? If you're new to our broadcast, welcome this year. We do something called the 30-point bell. Brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus of Murray, and Lexus Lindens. Anytime anyone in the NBA scores 30, we acknowledge it. Let's find out who it was who rang 30 already tonight. A floater by Morgan, up and good. And Larry Morgan with the mojo, 30 points and 17 rebounds. Wow, Larry Markkinen with a big night for Chicago, but they're trailing Charlotte. 125-123 right now. Markkinen's up to 35-17 and 17 in that game. He is one of the players you'd expect in his third year really to come forward this year, Ron. Well, is that the one you were saying at, at six threes? No, that's P.J. Washington, the youngster. Out of Kentucky, playing for Charlotte in that game. Gallinari, straight down the barrel three, nicks off the side of the iron. Adams tries to save it, but he stepped out of bounds to do it. Jazz lead at 10-5. Donovan hit one of the two free throws. Boyan Bogdanovich has five. Mike Conley Missed his first three shots of the night. Donovan, 80% free throw shooter last year. I expect for him to be better this year. Conley goes down to the left corner, gets bumped out of bounds by Chris Paul. Mike Conley and Chris Paul, great friends, play golf a lot together. Mike Conley said they trash talk way more on the golf course than they do on the basketball floor. They actually talk very little on the basketball court. 
Didn't know that Chris Paul was a golfer. I knew he messed around with it. I thought he was more of a bowler than Joe, anything. Joe Ingles checks in. First time Joe Ingles hasn't started a game since January 19th, 2018. Here's Bogdanovich, averaged 20 in the second half of the season for Indiana. Gets by Adams and finishes at the window. Seven points for Boyan Bogdanovich, and the Jazz lead at 12 to 5. I'm impressed with the way he's bobbing and weaving in traffic there. Here's the Jazz lineup that we think should be virtually unstoppable offensively. Let's keep an eye on what this lineup does, and a foul on Ingles trying to deny the cut of Shea Gilgis Alexander. The Jazz have Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Boyan Bogdanovich, Joe Ingles, and Rudy Gobert on the floor. If you think about this one, if you're the opposing team and you have to make a choice, you know what your choice is? Donovan Mitchell is the one you'd like to shoot a catch-and-shoot three if you're the opponent on this one. Gallinari pops out left side, bounces to Adams. Gobert is with him, forces a misses a two-footer. Offensive rebound, no good. Gets his own offensive rebound. The New Zealand with a big ponytail. Bumps and backs the left shoulder into Gobert. Rudy reaches, Adams hooks, misses, and a rebound Gobert. And Rudy's defensive player of the year. Status showing early. As Steven Adams is 0 for 5. High pick and roll Conley. Driving, finds Gobert, attacking. A lot of contact from Adams, no call. Rebound comes down to the Thunder. Bounce pass left wing Gallinari in transition. Leaves it behind for Chris Paul. He's got Rudy on a mismatch. You saw this in the playoffs the last two years. Joe Ingles runs to him, forces them to rotate. Ferguson, excuse me, Shea Gilgis Alexander drives into Donovan and draws the foul. Timeout on the floor. A great start for the Utah Jazz. The defense is showing the Thunder pitches two of ten. The Jazz lead at 12 to 5 on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Sound Flash. It's my honor to announce the 2023 All-Star Game will take place here in Salt Lake City. It's been an honor for me and my family to serve as stewards of the Utah Jazz for the past 34 years. The longevity of the Miller family in the NBA, the tradition of hosting big events and sporting events in Salt Lake City, and I think, frankly, the, the final piece was the renovation to this arena. So I think the combination of all those things made it a very easy decision for the league to come back here. Adam Silver in town tonight, announcing the All-Star Games return to Salt Lake City in 2023. Substitutions. Emmanuel Moutier is in the game for Mike Conley. Mike might have been a little juiced after playing 788 games in the same uniform. Emmanuel Moutier came over from New York, signed for the minimum with the Jazz. He's picked up by Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder, who has given the Jazz fits over the last two years. Moutier works the left side of the floor. Get, comes off a Gobert pick. Now turns the corner and fouled by Schroeder. 12-6. Jazz lead this 6.05 left in the first quarter. Ron, your thoughts on the All-Star game? Well, I'm excited, uh, and I think the Jazz proved themselves by when they had it in 1993 that they could uh, do a great job of hosting the All-Star game. Uh, I remember it well. I got a chance to play in the Legends game, which incidentally, David, was the last year in 1993 that they used Legends. Joe Ingles takes an off-the-bounce straightaway three off a Gobert pick. It swirls around and comes out. The Thunder come back the other way. 12-6 Utah advantage. Dennis Schroeder, pull up mid-range jump shot, no good. Offensive rebound, Adams puts it on the floor. He falls to the ground, rolls around. We got a whistle and a timeout by Billy Donovan. So with Adams in trouble on the ground, 
They call timeout. We were wondering when the season started whether Steven Adams might average 25 rebounds a game without Russell Westbrook stealing them. And he's got four here in the opening six minutes. Timeout, 12-6 Utah on the Jazz Radio Network. Look out. He's incredible. Big T is entering the booth. And now, and now, now, get ready. Thurl Bailey joins Lock and Boo on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. 12-6, Jazz lead, 545 left. Interesting note, no more timeouts left in this quarter. So at altitude in the first game of the year, we're going to play 545 without a break. Could have an impact here on some of these guys. Tonight's injury report presented by University of Utah Health, taking care of Utah like Utah takes care of each other. Visit U of U Health. Dot org slash jazz. No Dante Axum for the Jazz tonight. Shea Gilgis-Alexander rolls across the middle of the lane. Outstretched right arm. Kisses it off the window and in. Nice player, the youngster. Yeah, too simple. The Jazz just didn't handle that well. 12-8. Donovan trying to swing through on Fergus. Ferguson, who's one of the better defensive players in the league, loses out of bounds. We're joined now by Thurl Bailey. Big T, how are you? Welcome back. I'm good, baby. 42-26, sea level. Yeah. Altitude. Let's see what happens. Here's Donovan working as a point guard. Moutier on the floor as well. Bounce pass Gobert. Slides by Adams. Fouled and finishes. He'll buy one. He'll get one free. The Mitchell Gobert pick and roll. Watch Rudy this morning. And I think I pointed it out to you, David, with uh, Rudy working with Alex Jensen's. Did we see that move this morning? We did. Going to the basket. Exactly. What? I came up That's to so Ru- much fun. I went up to Rudy today after practice, thorough, and I said he's short with a free throw. I said, "What did you shoot last year with favors?" Was off the floor. He goes, "69 percent." I read everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Left block, Adams. Jazz double him. Flip it up to Gallinari, marked by Moody. Top to Schroeder. Schroeder, while in Atlanta two years ago, torched the Jazz. Back to Ferguson, shoves off on Mitchell, and that's an offensive foul. And there's a point of emphasis there where players are driving, lowering the shoulder and putting it into players, knocking them on the floor. That's the first call tonight. 14 to 8. I may have missed it. Has the other one of the other point of emphasis happened yet? There's the traveling? Not, not been a traveling call. It's a regular season. <laughs> Substitutions, Nerlens Noel is in the game. We had as many as 11 yeah, in a preseason game, game yep. Uh, girl. Yep. And Baisley in the ball game as well for the Thunder. Joe Ingles works inside, hands to Gobert. Gobert, six feet out, flares it back to Boyan. Bogdanovich, high right-hand dribble, gets to the elbow, rises, fires, misses. And the rebound comes down to Baisley. Gilgis Alexander now at the controls. He'll get to the right elbow, put up an eight... 15-foot floater, no good by Gobert. Baisley was actually drafted by the Jazz officially with the 23rd pick that once was the Jazz, but actually by Oklahoma City. 14-8, fast break. Baisley driving, trips over his own feet, falls to the ground, and loses it out of bounds. He was trying, and he wanted, or at least he wanted to, the Euro step. Ended up tripping over his... his didn't quite make it to Europe, is that what you're saying? There he is, Baisley. Grew up in Boston, Massachusetts. That's the sixth turnover on the Thunder, who are just three of 12 shooting. 14 to 8. The Jazz offense has not quite clicked in yet. Here's Joe Ingles. Off a Gobert pick, works it inside, gives it to Rudy. He's 14 feet out. He tries to drive, loses his footing. Flares it back to Ingles. His high arcing three is short. 
Rebound to the top of the key to Gobert. Hands to Mitchell. Donovan is not shot yet. Donovan lobs it high to Rudy. Catches on the backside of Noel, but he's shoved off in the back of Noel to get it. Neither team doing much offensively right now. The Thunder really not. The Jazz offense has not found its rhythm yet. Well, I, I think they're getting shots for the most part. They're just not falling. And we know that the Jazz are a very good shooting team. Those shots are just not falling for them. Though. Well, they definitely will be. Yeah. I mean, you've got all the right ingredients. And, and you know, David Locke mentioned it. It's going to take a while, not just for the offense, but for the defense to be consistent as well. Jazz are 0 of 7 on shots not at the rim. They might have a little extra juice right now. 14-8. Noel with neon orange shoes, hands to Gilgis Alexander, driving, kisses off the window, no good, Gobert rebounds. Hands it out to Ingles on the near side. Picked up by Schroeder, gives a head bob to Gobert, then works away from the pick, brings two defenders to him, flips it out to Emmanuel Moutier. Moutier, who averaged 15s a game for New York, bounces it to Donovan on a cut and a whistle and a foul, and it's going to be on the Thunder. It's, nope, it's going to be kicked. And it's probably more dribbling than the Jazz want. I mean, obviously... The Jazz were used to seeing that ball zips around. They can find open shots. But, I mean, that's going to come as these guys get to know each other. Well, Quinn yeah. Snyder just signaled to the guys spread out and pass. Yep. High pick and roll. Ingles fakes the pass. Free throw line jump shot. Good. The fake pass is the signature move of Joe Ingles. 16-8 Utah. 3-11 left here in the first quarter. Nerlens Noel originally drafted by Philadelphia. Part of the process. Gives to Gilgis Alexander. He's working with Ingles on his back. Now Gobert over to him. Floats it up and misses. Rudy's having an amazing defensive quarter. Fast break. Moutier driving coast to coast. Kicks it out to Green. He gets to the right corner. He fires the three. He hits. 19 to 8 Utah. You can tell the fans are excited about the three-point shot. Every time a player goes up to shoot a three, they stand, put their hands up in the air. Erlins Noel, free throw line jumper is good. What do you think of his thing, Big T? I mean, 59% from the field last year. And Jeff Green? Yeah, uh, Noel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get better as a player. But let me tell you, not to change players, but I'm excited about Moutier. Nice drive by Ingles with a fake pass. Slides by the defense and lays it up and in. The magic of Joe Ingles, 21-10. Mudio plays fast. He does, and he yeah. plays like, you know, obviously he's been around. He's experienced. Schroeder misses. Moutier rebounds. Moutier's big. He's tall. He's 6'4", 210. He goes coast to coast. He lays it off the glass and in. Yeah, baby. 23-10. He was 6'5 when we signed him, but he's now 6'4". Donovan was 6'3". He's now 6'1". Top to Schroeder. 41 against the Jazz two years ago in Atlanta. Left side, Baisley driving on Green. In the lane, sees Gobert, blocked by Gobert. Loose ball, rebound, Donovan has it. Minute 37 left in the quarter. Jazz on an 11-2 run, lead at 23-10. Donovan, crossover, wiggle, kicks to Green, left side, fading three, no. Rebound comes down to Schroeder. Donovan has not taken a shot in the quarter. Driving, Gilgis Alexander, blocked from behind by Green. Jazz defense has been great. Namely Rudy, but everyone engaged. And Donovan Mitchell comes off bobbing his head with excitement. And Rudy Gobert has evidently room for a third defensive player of the year. If he keeps that up, that was an incredible 10-minute stretch of defense. So Moutier is going to be, what, 15, 17-minute night for him? Average, you think? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I think so. Um, Mike Conley back in the ballgame, playing with Moutier, Ingles, and Green, guarding Schroeder. Four on the shot clock. Schroeder's got to take a long three, missed it. Rebound comes down to O'Neal. They are four of 18 shooting. Conley, left side, looking for his first non-Memphis field goal of his career, still doesn't have it. And to finish that thought quickly on Moutier, Boner, I, I, I think you're right. The way he's looking right now, staying aggressive, I can see that as an average minute. Thunder at 4 of 20 actually shooting. Here comes Chris Paul. Cross court to Schroeder. Left side back to Paul. Jeff Green on a mismatch. Jabs at him. Now comes off a Noel pick, which brings two defenders. And a fading Chris Paul jumper is good. Chris Paul. Chris Paul might have had their, no, Noel had their last field goal. Chris Paul's got two of them. 23 to 12. They only had one since Chris Paul's previous field goal. 31 seconds left in the quarter. Jazz won't go two for one. Ingles at the top, swings it to Conley, who's missed his first four shots as a Jazz man. Works the right side, bounces to Davis, his former teammate, driving misses, gets his own rebound, blocked on the way back up. Schroeder picks it up, then Conley knocks it off Schroeder out of bounds. What do you think's going through Mike Conley's mind tonight, guys? He played 788 games in 11 years in Memphis. I think this was maybe one of the more kind of strange and emotional nights of his career so far. Yeah, he's probably thinking, man, this is faster than what I'm used to. <laughs> well, to back your point up, I was watching in practice. He came over and said, I'm tired as bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> 23 to 12. Jazz lead it. Final play of the quarter. Conley into the lane. Right hand floater short. Loose ball rebound. Saved by the Thunder. Right to O'Neal. Pushes it off the glass, but short. Well, Mike Conley starts his career for Utah 0 for 5. But the Jazz are up 23-12 behind seven points of Boyan Bogdanovich and incredible defense from Rudy Gobert. Thunder hit just five of 21 shots in the first, and Utah leads it 23-12 on the Jazz Radio Network. Step back, left side, jumper, good! Order recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Conley blows by the defense, swirls around on the near dribble to the near side, gets to the left corner. He's wide open for three, missed it. Rudy Gobert will follow with a flush. Here's Bogdanovich, average 20 in the second half of the season for Indiana. Gets by Adams and finishes at the window. That is your America First game summary. It's 23-12 in the first quarter is over. Baisley going coast to coast, lays it up and in for the Thunder off a Mike Conley turnover. 23-14. Commercial free second quarter this year on your Utah Jazz broadcast. It's Ingles, Conley, O'Neal, Green, and Davis for the Jazz. Ingles working the top. Two point guards on the floor for the Thunder and Paul and Schroeder. Bounce pass to Ed Davis. He's four feet out. Nice defense holding him. In between the rim is Muscala, and Davis misses the shot. Chris Paul flares it back to Muscala, played his college ball at Bucknell, which Brian Bailey, Jazz assistant coach, is also a Bucknell Bison. Here's Muscala working on Davis, nowhere to go. Denied, out to Chris Paul, two on the shot clock. Takes a three from the logo and hit it. Chris Paul. 23-17, Jazz. That's the next phase, I think, for three-point shooters. It is. That is mathematically a better shot at 29 feet. Conley drives, floats, and misses. And poor Mike Conley is 0 for 6 tonight. 23-17. Chris Paul comes off a pick. Snakes underneath it. 
Davis has to stay with him. But Chris Paul does not shoot at the rim anymore. Only 10% of his shots. So as he drives on you, you know he's not going to the rim. But he'll step back for a three and hit. And Chris Paul, the timeout, Quinn Snyder. And Chris Paul, the nine-time All-Star, has back-to-back threes. And the Jazz lead is down to three at 23-20. And we will stay here because we are commercial free. Well, the All-Star game announced today, which leads us back to 1993, 30 years ago. Let's go to one of the introductions of the Legends game. The third all-time leading scorer in ABA history. This durable guard once played 1,041 consecutive games during his 13-year pro career. A local favorite, he led the Utah Stars to the ABA championship in 1971. Ron Ron, do not run out there. Do not take off your shirt. You do not have pants underneath. What are you doing? Oh, I was ready. You were. You heard the introduction. Yeah. You were ready to go again, Ron. That's amazing. That was the last year they used legends who got hurt players (laughs) why'd they get rid of it that hurts no it it was a fun fun basketball game though i mean it was uh for the jazz i thought it was interesting adam silver we played the quote earlier uh talking about that one of the the primary reason that they've returned here was the long the 10-year instability of the miller ownership group ron And it makes sense. They know it's a stable ownership, uh, and they remember how well the Jazz, uh, the the All-Star game was here back then. Uh, The fact that they renovated the the arena and and made it, I mean, it's one of the oldest arenas in the league right now, but you would never know it, you know, by the way that the remodeling, how clean it is, and the location. The Jazz have a number of new hotels now downtown, which can accommodate uh, an NBA All-Star game for sure. Wasn't the only big news of the week. Qualtrics, five for the fighting relationship with the Jazz continued. Gail Miller joined our flagship stations, Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. Qualtrics has renewed their deal with Utah Jazz for the Jersey Patch, who continue the support for five for the fight. Joining us now, owner and chairman of the Larry H. Miller group of companies, Gail Miller. What do you think Larry would think on a day <laughs> like today when you see these kids up there fighting cancer and the Jazz being behind it? Well, I think this is right in Larry's wheelhouse. He had that kind of heart and soul as well. Well, and uh, hopefully I'm doing things that he would be proud of. And But it, it's we were a team even when he was here, so I learned a lot from him, and I'm just carrying on the legacy. Great Gail Miller there. $24 million has been raised from that patch of the Five for the Fighting campaign. So the only Thank you to Qualtrics for team that. team in the organization that, used, that does not use um, a franchise or this is a cause that, that's used and the only team in the, in the NBA that does that. 23-10, Thunder on an 8-0 run led by Chris Ball. Here comes Mike Conley on a Nash dribble. Bounce inside to Green. He gets tripped up on his way to the basket and that's a foul. If you're just tuning in, the Jazz led it 12-5 early and then led it 23-12 at the end of the first quarter. The defense is reigned in the first quarter. 5 of 21 shooting for the Thunder. But then a barrage from Chris Paul, including a shot from the logo as the shot clock expired. Jeff Green makes the free throw. Jeff Green was originally drafted by the Seattle Supersonics and then played for the Oklahoma City Thunder. 
Jeff Green was actually drafted officially by Boston and then traded to the Seattle Supersonics on draft night with the Thunder trading, drafting him, knowledge they were drafting him because they were in the trade for Ray Allen. So if I'm being official. Muscala, straight down the barrel, three, 36% career three-point shooter for a seven-footer, and he misses. And here come the Jazz. Jeff Green will come to the front court. Driving with the right hand, knocked to the ground by Baisley, and a foul. Thunder are in a rebuild mode, but they've got some big players. This is where they get a little thin. I'm not sure they have, as people will say, 240 quality minutes. In other words, 48 times five. The Jazz do believe they have 240 quality minutes plus some. Mike Conley, 0 for 6 tonight. Works to the right elbow, puts up his right hand floater, air balls it. Oh, 0 for he's 7. struggling. That's his signature shot there in the paint. The bright red shoes is Diallo. Working at the top. Here's Chris Paul. Mike Conley really getting into him defensively. Gets clipped on a pick by Muscala, and that's an offensive foul. Mike Conley's picking up his game defensively right now to try to answer. And you know what? Muscala doesn't need to move. Chris Paul is one of the best in the league at using screens, setting you up so he can run you off and, and to free himself. 25-20 Utah. High pick and roll. Conley off a Davis pick with a back pick. On Davis' man, Conley driving, ball goes deep in the cup, pops out, but he was fouled. And Mike Conley will go to the free throw line. And Mike He's Conley, who's played every game of his NBA career for the Memphis Grizzlies prior to tonight. He's trying to get on the board. Something other than a free throw. Mike Conley has 11,733 points in his career for the Memphis Grizzlies, and one now for the Utah Jazz. 85% from the field last season. From the free throw line? Free you throw line. Because 85% from the field be something. Oh, yeah, it'd really be something, wouldn't it? Mike, at one point in his career, was the highest paid player in the NBA, which you usually get if you shoot 85% from yeah. the field. 70 ball games. Misses the second free throw. Foul on the rebound. It's going to be on Ed Davis. No 26-20. I wonder if Mike Conley postgame with our live microphones in the locker room is going to say this was like the most nervous he's ever been for a game. <laughs> he, he has not had many 0-7s in his career. He steals a pass here from Chris Paul. Right, Joe we... Ingles brings it up four. Royce O'Neal at the free throw line, hesitating, looking around. Passes to the corner. It's Jeff Green for three. It's offline. Ed Davis battling for the rebound, taps it into the backcourt to Baisley, who throws a tough pass to Diallo. He can't handle out of bounds. The Jazz are playing fast. I've been noticing they've been getting shots up anywhere between the 12 and 15 second mark left on the shot clock. 26-20. It's interesting, Ron. You're absolutely right. But either because of all the missing or something, it's not a fast-paced game, and it's really an offensively miserable game at this point. It really is. 8.50 left here in the quarter. Conley goes out. Moutier comes in. Ingles comes off a Davis pick, and we're going to foul on Davis. Excited about opening night. Kane Fitzgerald on the call. Kane Fitzgerald worked the Lakers-Clippers game last night. Trey Maddox, Dedrick Taylor, the other officials assigned by... Adam Silver is in the building. Rudy, Substitutions, Ed Davis checks out. Rudy Gobert checks in. Ed Davis picks up his second foul. Dennis Schroeder, Chris Paul, 
Mascala, Baisley, and Diallo on the floor for the Thunder. So Paul and Schroeder are their scorers, their guard line. Chris Paul, left side, marked by Joe Ingles. Snaking under the pick and roll, kicking out to Mascala for three, missed it. Gobert snares the rebound. Chris Paul sneaks from behind and fouls him. And then waves off Kane Fitzgerald with a dismissive right hand. Second foul on Paul. Steven Adams checks in for Mascala. So Adams, who was 0 for 5 in the first quarter, will match Gobert. Adams had two fouls in that quarter as well. 26-20, Utah leads it. Manuel Moutier in his second stint. Hands it off to Ingles. Lob to Gobert at the rim. Adams is there defending it well. Adams and Gobert go down together, comforting each other. Turnover on the Jazz. Chris Paul, step back three, no good. Long rebound, Jeff Green. Green bounces it ahead to O'Neal, going to the window, lays it up and in. Beautiful fast break, and Royce O'Neal runs the floor for his fourth point. Boy, I was impressed with the pass. <laughs> Dennis Schroeder, reverse side layup, no good. Adams goes over, Gobert's back. Ball goes out of bounds, and off Gobert. I've always thought that Adams plays Rudy on the boards. He gets up close to Rudy to the point where Rudy can't jump, uses his size and, and his strength. But tonight, Rudy's coming up with some, coming up with rebounds. Ron, remember we had 5.45 left in the quarter and no timeouts, and we said it might impact the game, and then nobody could score for the last part of the... If you lose your air, do you get it back, or is everybody out there still gasping? Gallinari for three right side is good. He hit 44% last year, and it's now 28-23. The offense in this game is miserable. Jazz are 38% and one of eight from three. Thunder are 31% and three of eight from three. Bogdanovich driving on Gallinari, powers to the basket, misses the running layup. Gallinari rebounds. Originally drafted by the Knicks, bounces to the right corner. It's Shea Gilgis-Alexander for three, and the Thunder are within two as the Jazz offense has not run away. Donovan Mitchell in the game has yet to take a shot. Donovan in the lane, right hand, floater, no, and Gobert taps it on the rim trying to help it, and it's a goaltend. The Jazz have only scored, what, five points since the quarter. Jazz in the quarter have been outscored in this quarter 14 to 5 and are one of six shooting. 28 to 26. Jazz still lead. Gallinari, ball fakes, free throw line hits. Tied at 28. Thunder quarter is now 16 to 5. Crowd moves up. Gal- Boyan Bogdanovich goes down, grabbing his left ankle. Is slow to get up. Bogdanovich is not moving on the left leg as Moutier works through the lane, and they don't know it. The Jazz need to call a timeout. Bogdanovich is hurt. Bogdanovich made a cut through the lane and then immediately grabbed at his left foot. It's being tended to by Eric Waters. You can see the, the Thunder, a couple of Thunder players over there as well. I said left ankle or left, left foot. knee or something. Well, let's see what he, I don't know. He grabbed immediately when he went down. And we see, let's see, he's not putting any weight on that left foot. Let's hope that that is not worst case scenario. Time out on the floor, tied at 28. 6.33 left on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, wait, we're not taking time out. Sorry, in the second quarter, Bogdanovich still limping off. 
David Morway going back to the locker room with him. Apologize, sorry, so flustered by the injury to Bogdanovich, and we have not seen a replay yet because they are taking a break there. Let's take a moment and hear from Boyan. Boyan on why he chose to come to Utah. I had a couple offers from a team around the league, but when uh, when the Jazz and president and coach called me and said that they want me in a, in a team and just seeing how good roster we have with a great mix young and, and old players and with Donovan and, and, and Mike, it was easy decision for me. Well, an easy decision for him. It started beautifully in the first quarter, but he has just been assisted off the floor with a injury. And let's hope it is... Not did not look good. Did not was not conclusive of what it was, but it didn't necessarily look like a contact injury. And those are always a little unnerving when you have a non-contact injury. And we see the TV shot of him walking immediately to the locker room afterwards. And so we'll see what we find out there. The score here is 28-28 as the Jazz offense has really left the building and struggling to find points Bogdanovich was able to get the early scoring going for the Jazz and we're kind of waiting here for a replay for you but Ron what's happened to the Jazz offensively and I'll interrupt you if they show a replay well they're not making the shots they're getting some pretty good looks uh, they're, they're driving to the basket and, and just they're just not finishing uh, and obviously you know Conley is struggling uh, he's working very very hard to put some points on the board that's not that's not working just keep stay the course I think and and things will start to fall uh, might be a couple of nervous players out there but I think also Donovan Mitchell needs to be a little more offensive minded he has not really engaged himself to to uh, you know, beat you off the dribble or anything. Bogdanovich goes to the locker room. We have yet to see a replay. Donovan's taking just one shot. Did Nate not take a shot in the first quarter? Comes off a set play here, fires a three and hits. So Quinn Snyder agrees with you, Ronnie. Yeah. He went and took the play and diagrammed it for Donovan Mitchell. Off ball foul. And Tony Parks is on the sidelines down where Bogdanovich just left the floor. What do you got for us? Diallo working inside, jump stops in the lane. They call a foul on the Jazz. I thought he traveled. I thought everyone that, thought he traveled. Yeah. All right, we've still not seen a replay on the Bogdanovich play, so we don't have any more information for you. Rudy gets called for that foul. Certainly didn't think that he got called for it. it should have been called for it. 31-30 is the score. Utah is two of seven in the quarter. Diallo misses the free throw, rebounds tapped around, guys go sprawling to the ground, and Donovan Mitchell taps it to Moody, and then we got a whistle. And I think the Thunder might have committed an open court foul to stop the fast break, because two of their guys were on the ground. We're almost an odd... It was a team foul number five, and basically it was just Steven Adams ran up and grabbed Rudy Gobert because he was so far behind the play. 
And so Gobert will go to the free throw line. Well, this game has lost any rhythm here in the second quarter. With the Jazz hitting just 2 of 7, the Thunder have hit 7 of 11, have outscored the Jazz 18 to 8, and then the Bogdanovich injury. That took away a 3 by Donovan Mitchell. And Rudy misses the free throw. George Niang will likely be the one who picks up the rotation minutes of Bogdanovich. I like what I've seen out of him in practice. And he's more offensive-minded now, I think, than we saw last season. Gobert hits the second free throw. He's 2 of 4 tonight. That's 6 points and 8 rebounds. 32-30. Jazz by 2. Gallinari being guarded tightly by Green, evidently too tightly. No rhythm to this one right now at all. Well, Both teams shooting 38% from the field. Remember, I like to always reference offensive efficiency, Ron. About 1.1 is the point is the season is the average last year. We don't know what the average is this year. This game, both teams well below a point of possession. Gallinari drives, wanted a whistle, didn't get it, misses. Here's Moody working the right side, reverse side layup is good. He slid by the much smaller Dennis Schroeder. Well, that was a hit. Gallinari going full court and foul from behind by Moody. A little hesitation move there by Moutier gave the defender the impression he was going to spin and go back baseline. And then he explodes, comes underneath. Thunder, they're not running anything different than what we saw this morning. They, they really like that, that high pick and roll there in the middle of the floor. Gallinari, very good going from right to left on that particular play. Gallinari's first free throw is good. Second free throw, good as well. 11 games on the docket tonight. A bunch of them are going down to the wire. We'll keep you update. Brooklyn and Minnesota are tied with two seconds left. High pick and roll, double stagger for Donovan. Same play, Donovan goes and attacks the basket. Goes to try to dunk on Mascala, it misses. Diallo runs to the front court, prancing through the lane. Moutier reaches in, knocks it off Diallo and out of bounds. Emmanuel Moutier is having the point guard debut for the Utah Jazz tonight. Well, he was able to get in front. Moutier has played eight minutes, has four points, a rebound and an assist. On the Knicks last year. Here's Moutier. Free throw line, pull up jumper, got it. Moutier had a very good year last year, hitting on mid range shots. 15 points the ball game. Whistle up high. It's going to be a foul on Moutier. One of the problems Moutier has in his game is he almost gets overly excited. We saw it the other day in practice. He was dominant for a while and then almost got giddy with it and threw two or three balls away. Just wonder what, I mean, you're fouling that far away from the basket. Obviously, the pick and roll is something that, in the middle of the floor, that's giving the Jazz a few problems right now. Well, he fouled him while he's fighting through his pick. Mascala set the pick, and Moutier went through the pick to foul. Newskin's a proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Newskin, discover the best you. Mascala hits the second free throw.
Ingles comes off a double stagger, right to left, gets into the lane, ladles it up, blocked by Mascala. Loose ball rebound, grabbed by Schroeder. Schroeder to the front court, looking to tie it up, crosses over, gets in the lane, kicks to Diallo, top to Mascala. Great ball movement, Ferguson for three, or Gilgis Alexander for three, misses. Rebound, Gobert outlet to Green, left side to Donovan. Donovan trying to warm up, gets to the free throw line, pull up jumper, good. Donovan Mitchell with six points, all in the quarter. 38-34, Gallinari, top to Schroeder. Schroeder comes off the pick, fakes the pass, now gives it back to Muscala, they reset Schroeder. Mismatch with Gobert, so he fires a three and hits. Schroeder catch and shoot three is much better than his off the bounce three. Didn't have a bad year last year as well. Well, he shot 29% on off the bounce, so you want to make him feel Moutier attacking, finishing for two. 40 to 37. Schroeder pick and roll with Mascala again. Schroeder gets in the lane, kicks it back to Mascala, bypasses the three, penetrates, flares it to nobody. It goes into the backcourt. Gallinari's able to save it. Schroeder has it. Gallinari's unguarded, so the Jazz rotate out to him. Five on the shot clock. He fires an off-the-bounce three. It hits glass, no rim. Gallinari's catch and shoot last year, 45%. Off-the-bounce, 36%. You want to make guys dribble. Right side, Green. Says he wants to clear out on the smaller Dennis Schroeder. The Georgetown Hoya bumps, backs, fades, foul. He'll get two shots. Mark Miller Subaru wants you to love your car buying experience. That's why they developed Promise Price. Promise Price is truly exceptional customer service. Come experience our commitment to Promise Price at either location to start your purchase online at markmillersubaru.com. We know you'll love the experience. Jeff Green goes over to the bench and was talking to one of the assistant coaches there. Just wondering. Free throws no good. What were you wondering, if, if, if they had a problem with him posting up because you know they, they had a play that they were trying to get into, and it, one of the assistant coaches may have said something, caused him to go over there, and because they had his hands up, the palms up, like, what do you want me to do? Scott Gerard, the midday host on 1280 The Zone, our flagship station, has tweeted out that he was a nasty angle, ankle roll by Boyan Bogdanovich. We've not seen a replay here. 40 to 37. Gilgis Alexander driving, sees Gobert, floats it up and in. He's super long, and so he gets it off in a little bit of a different way than you'd expect, and he finished that one. Well, anytime you have the spacing, you can get it high off the glass. Ingles to Gobert, attacking, blocked by Muscala. Muscala goes down. Gobert tries to pass out and gets it deflected and intercepted. Fast break. Here come the Thunder for the lead. Reverse layup, good. Gilgis Alexander. And the Thunder lead it 41-40. Jazz is having a miserable offensive quarter. They've been outscored 27-17 in the quarter. 29-17 now. Donovan swirls, fires, three, no good. Jazz are 6 of 14 shooting. Thunder 10 of 18. Here's Chris Paul. Snaking into the lane. Won't go to the rim anymore. So he comes back out. Has Gobert on a mismatch. Rocks the baby back and forth. Jazz run to him. Gilgis Alexander. Open three because Conley left him. Is good. Well, the rotation was there. Joe comes over and picks up Conley's man, Alexander, but just a little bit late. Conley, pick and roll. Driving on Chris Paul. Low dribble in the lane. Has to come out. Resets green. Now to Donovan at the top. 
Donovan guarded by Ferguson. They switch uh, Gallinari on him. Crosses him over. Steps through the lane. Off bounce, wild shot went in. Donovan just so pure strength from 12 feet out, falling to the ground. Had nowhere to go. He literally was about to touch the ground with his back, so he threw it up, and it went in. Eight points in the quarter for Donovan. 44-42 Thunder. Gallinari at the top. Thinks about a really deep three. Bypasses, gives to Paul. Paul swings through on a Conley reach-in. And the foul is on Mike Conley. Chris Paul immediately goes to the free throw line. Conley picking up his second foul. Chris Paul will go to the line. I've mentioned it. Chris Paul does not go to the rim anymore. He took 10% of his shots at the rim last year, which is in the first percentile, Ron. Mm-hmm. That's not like first as in best. That's first as in last. Wow. No guard took less shots at the rim last year than Chris Paul. But how many guards get that little 8-footer, 10-footer? Uh, he got more. a little less good at it last year, but that's his shot, right? Yes, it is. 46-42, 1.23 left in the second quarter. Mike Conley comes out the pick and roll, bounces to O'Neal, blows by Gallinari and dunks. 46-44, Oklahoma City by two. 109 left in the second. Chris Paul snakes in, doesn't want to go to the rim. Now pulls back for an 18-footer, no good. Offensive rebound, Mascal over the back of O'Neal out of bounds. Kane Fitzgerald says, my fault. Thunderball. Thunderball. 14 on the shot clock. It's a play Quinn could review. And he, mm, I can't tell. But with 14 on the shot clock, it's probably not worth it. You're going to get a two for one anyway on the backside. Mascala into the post to Chris Ball. He's not going to go to the rim. Pulls and fires, misses. Rebound Ingles. 46-44, Oklahoma City by two. Mitchell works the left side, bounces behind to Royce. They give him room, he fires the three. Swish! Great two-play sequence by Royce O'Neal. Jazz back up by one and they execute the two for one perfectly. Gilgis Alexander, he tries to get his own two for one, misses. Jazz have a four second shot clock differential and they grab the rebound. Donovan Mitchell, averaged 24 a game last year, has at the top. Shot clock's got a five-second differential. Here comes Joe to set a pick with a clear right side. They want to get Gallinari, beats him, he attacks, he dunks! Oh, Donovan! Steal by O'Neal on the inbound, five seconds left, and O'Neal might have just jammed a finger as the ball goes out of bounds. Donovan with a two-hand flush. Flying by the defender. Well, O'Neal is in pain. O'Neal's finger is, I think, out of socket. Might be. The Thunder end up shooting an air ball at the quarter. The Jazz end on a 9-2 run. 49-46. And Eric Waters meets Royce O'Neal as he sprints off the floor. Halftime shows coming up. Jake Scott's at the helm. It's 49-46. Jazz by three on the Jazz Radio Network. 
player, is on the floor and starting the second half for the Utah Jazz. Royce O'Neal, who looked like he dislocated a finger, is taped on that hand and on the floor and starting for the Jazz. Mike Conley drives, misses, offensive rebound. Rudy knocked out of his hands and goes to Adams. And Mike Conley's murderous beginning to his career in Utah is continuing. He's 0 for 8 tonight. Here's Gilgis Alexander, has 14 points to lead the Thunder. Down low to Adams, who's yet to score. Score a field goal or a point tonight. Bumping, backing, taking his time, hooks it, air ball. Rebound, Donovan. Rudy is giving Steven Adams nightmares. Donovan on the push. Cut off with a wall, then spins by it to the window. Layup good. Donovan Mitchell has 12 points and five rebounds. And the Jazz lead at 41-51-46. Jazz led by as many as 13 in the first quarter. Fell behind in the second quarter and now lead it by five. Chris Paul left side. He has 12. He had a flurry there in the third quarter, second quarter. Gallinari at the top with Mike Conley guarding him, just powers into him and a foul on Conley. Anytime the Jazz get a chance, especially when there's a mismatch, they do a very good job of, of rotating out of it to the point where you can get match up the sizes. That time Conley had an excellent chance to do it. Royce O'Neal was trying to make it happen. Ron, will you do me a favor? Will you go ISO cam on uh, Boyan and tell me how he's moving? Shea Gilgis Alexander, three from the left side is good. He's got a strange push release, almost Lonzo Ball esque, but it goes in. He's three of five tonight. He has 17 points in his debut for the Thunder, and it's 51 46. Donovan driving, spinning, underhand, scoop and a score! Oh, the wizardry of Donovan Mitchell! Boy, he's had three spectacular moves here. He sure has. In this ball game. 14 points. I think these last three field goals, Ron. Here's Gilgis Alexander in the paint. Had a tough start. One for five in the first quarter. Since then, he's five of eight. He's driving on the left side. Gobert comes over late. He misses the layup. Adams steals the rebound out of bounds. Off Adams. Jazz are up to 48% shooting. Thunder at 36. Neither team's averaging more than a point of possession in what has been a defensive-minded game. That ankle is bothering Boyan for sure. Thank you for the ISO cam. He is driving Conley, bounces to Gobert, steps by Adams, left hand finish at the rim is good. There's the move we saw this morning they were working on. Seven points, 12 rebounds, and the fourth assist of the night for Mike Conley. That move is to catch it on the move and, and go one way or the other. And we 55-46, pick and roll between Adams and Gallinari. Conley goes down and a foul on Mike Conley. No foul on Boyan Bogdanovich. Well, if Bogdanovich is going to earn any brownie points for toughness from his team, he's got it right away. Well, he doesn't seem to walk like it's bothering him, but when he starts to run, you can tell. And then sometimes on the weak side of the floor, he's, he's kind of rotating that ankle around, like trying to keep it loose. We're up in Mostar, Bos Bosnia Herzegovina. Gallinari, straight away, long jumper, good. They'll call it a two, 55 51. What a tough shot. Bogdanovich in the last two years has, three years, has played 81, 80, and 81 games. So the guy may not sit out many. Mike Conley, right wing, takes a left hand dribble in the middle of the lane, puts up his right hand floater, it's short. He's 0 for 9. 55-51 Utah. Ron, any thoughts on what's going through? Or Conley's header, should I wait he, to talk to Thurl about it? He's trying to get that first field goal. If he gets that first field goal, he just might catch fire. 
Gilgis Alexander drives to the rack, dunks. Came on the right side on the open side, and it's 55-53, and Shea Gilgis Alexander, whose mom was an Olympian, dad a basketball player, grew up in Toronto, has 19 points. Rudy Gobert trying to get a dribble handoff to Donovan. He's Donovan's fouled on the handoff, throws up the shot. Kane Fitzgerald is not giving free throws for that. not all debuts for new teams have been like Mike Conley's tonight. Some people have exploded in their first nights. We'll get to that as the night goes on. Boyan has a look straight away. Missed it, too hard off the handle. Bogdanovich, first three attempt of the night. Jazz are three of 13 from three. Maybe most importantly, they've only taken 26% of their shots as threes. Gallinari straight away, three no good. Gobert going for the rebound, gets it knocked away by Adams, no whistle. Bogdanovich picks it up, drives by Chris Paul, who reaches in and fouls him at the top of the key. Chris Paul's the only person in the world who can commit a intentional foul and then argue he didn't commit it. And it's a good thing they did call it. Otherwise, Boyan gets an easy two. 55-53, Utah by two. Third quarter. Donovan Mitchell with 14, leading all Jazz scores. Guarded by Ferguson, their best defensive player. Gets to the elbow, pull-up jumper, no good. Adams rebounds. They're dropping guys into the lane, and Donovan had no chance to go any further than that. Looked like last year. Chris Paul left side. Boyan guarding. Chris Paul rocks it. The Jazz bring a double. Chris Paul tries to feign a foul, didn't get it. Back to Chris Paul. Conley up on his body. Driving, steps through him and reaches in for a foul. Conley can't believe that he's getting these whistles against him against Chris Paul. That's his fourth. And Emmanuel Moutier will check in. And Mike Conley with 7.52 left in the third. Like Chris Paul's just like flailing his body everywhere because Chris Paul doesn't have the game anymore to beat anybody in isolation or one-on-one. And the officials are falling for it. Conley has four fouls. He'll go to the bench. Emmanuel Moutier will check in. And it's Utah 55, OKC 53. 7.52 left in the third quarter on the Jazz Radio Network. Oklahoma City 53, 7.52 left in the third. Jazz by two, Thunder have the ball. Boyan Bogdanovich bouncing around on that left ankle, trying to get himself loose. Here's what Chris Paul said before the game about the Jazz addition, Boyan Bogdanovich. They're the most underrated sign in the show is Bogdanovich. I mean, he's nice. He can play. <laughs> Here's Chris Paul. Hands it off to Gilgis Alexander, who's been nice tonight. Fakes Rudy Gobert, but he does it with a double dribble, and that's a foul. Or that's a turnover. Gilgis Alexander leads the Thunder in scoring right now. He's got 19 points. How about leading all scores? Moutier, Mitchell, Bogdanovich, Ingles, and Gobert. So the Jazz spread the floor out, but they're doing it with Moutier instead of Conley because Conley's got four fouls. Boyan comes out the left side. Bogdanovich for three, short. Rebound comes to Paul. Jazz are three of 13 from three tonight. Here's Chris Paul to the front court. Dives into Boyan Bogdanovich, gets another whistle. Chris Paul just cannot play the game like he once did, so this is his only choice, and it's working. Well, he does it well. 
I mean, he draws fouls and, and I don't want to say tricks officials into making calls. He forces them into mm -hmm. a whistle. Yes. Donovan was beaten. Nice defensive move there by Donovan by holding Ferguson so he could not get all the way to the basket. Foul. Officials are huddling. Is it a question, Ron, of whether the ball was in bounds yet? Did Donovan foul him before the ball was in bounds, or are they ruling whether it's a flagrant? Well, I think the ball had been released. So they're going to review this. Review yeah. brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen reviewing injury cases for over 50 years in Utah. They look at the review, so they took a nice curl to the basket, and as Chris Paul reached out to make the pass, Donovan realizes he's beat and grabs him. Now, when they determine the foul is going to be very up to them. You can see the ball is already out of the hands right. of Chris Paul as, as Donovan is guarding him there on the replay. But they could rule that Donovan's already fouled him. He's got his left hand on his arm. That's true. That's not the demonstrative foul he committed a moment later. Common foul. They ruled that the ball had left, in fact, left his hands. Yeah. Donate blood with ARUP Blood Services. They need 100 donors a day to help local Utah patients in need of life-saving blood. Don't let another day go by without helping someone that needs you right now. Check out utahblood.org for where to donate. So this will put Ferguson at the line. Ferguson had the lowest usage rate of any player in the NBA last year, and he has not taken a shot tonight. He also had the fewest dribbles of anyone in the NBA last year. Well, he also played with Russell Westbrook last year. And Paul George and just sat in the corner. His first free throw is good, however. And his second free throw is good as well. 55 all. Emmanuel Moutier on the floor. Mike Conley's out with four fouls. Moutier comes off a Gobert pick, bounces to Rudy. Couldn't handle the bounce pass, out of bounds. This is a big stretch for Moutier, who was very good in the first half with eight points in 11 minutes, but this is not, this is an extended stretch here. Here's Chris Paul right side. Off a Stephen Adams pick, works in the lane, sees Gobert, tries to lob it out to the corner. It's a caught by Gallinari for a baseline jumper, and it's good. And the Thunder lead at 57-55. And that is our third lead change of the game. Moutier finds Donovan. He's going to the basket. He'll dunk. Tight curl from the left side, and Moutier finds Donovan. Right side, Gilgis Alexander. Originally drafted and played for the Lakers as a rookie. Meanders in the lane, swirls out the other side, kicks back to Paul, resets the second-year player. He's got Gobert on a mismatch. He'll just take the three. It's no good off the handle. Long rebound, Ferguson. Back out to Paul. Paul's open for a straight down the barrel three. It goes in. And the Thunder lead at 60-57 to 57 with 6.19 left in the third. Neither offense churning tonight. Donovan working the left side. Takes a baseline jumper. Hits. Donovan Mitchell is heating up. He's got 18 on 8 of 11 shooting. Chris Paul to the top. Moutier gets cleared off on a pick. Paul snakes inside, short with the fadeaway. Ingles saves it. Donovan out to Moutier right side. Moutier puts his shoulder down, leaves it for Ingles. Wide open three. Jingle and Joe Ingles for three. Jazz back up by two, 
Now you see Moutier really pushes the ball up the floor. He's had a good time in Jazz Camp. Looks like he's loving the game. Gilgis Alexander, nifty dribbling, works to the left side, banks it off the window and in. Kids has game, doesn't 21 he? for him. They're so excited about him. Moutier's pass to Bogdanovich, knocked out of bounds. Talking to Mike uh, Wilkes, former NBA player out of Rice, short little point guard. He's in the front office for Oklahoma City for the last few years, now on the coaching staff. Loves him, loves his work ethic, his desire to be great. Talking about Gilgis Alexander. Billy Donovan had similar comments before the game. Biggest problem, they say, is getting him off the court. Just wants to work all the time. Moutier, pull up mid-range jumper off a no-pass possession is too hard off the handle. 62 all, 5-10 left third quarter. Dennis Schroeder gives it to Adams. Coming around the second guy is Ferguson. Donovan tries to stay with him. Now back to Gilgis Alexander. He lines up a... Guarded by O'Neal, step back, pull up, jumper, got it. He's feeling it. He's got 23 matching his career high. Well, they're using the screen, Adams, for the most part, in the middle of the floor. Quite a debut. Picked up in the Paul George trade. Joe Ingles bounces to Gobert, rotates to Moody. He's a good corner three shooter. He fires, but he misses. Rebound Gallinari. Thunder back up by two as we've been flipping lead changes here in the quarter. Gallinari, high pick and roll with Adams. Deers out the right side, gives it to Adams. Adams waits for Gilgis Alexander. O'Neal's got the assignment now. Trying to get him back to his right hand. He comes off the pick. He retreats back out in total control. The long arm, lanky Gilgis Alexander drives, scoops and scores. 25 for Gilgis Alexander. They start channeling him to his right and baseline. He used up a lot of time on dribbling the basketball to get two. Well, he's learning from Chris Paul. But they've got to be excited in Oklahoma City about this 21-year-old. 6'11 wingspan, stands 6'6. Donovan down by four. Drives the left elbow. Ball fakes, gives it to Gobert at the free throw line. Back cuts. And they call an offensive foul on Donovan, shoving Schroeder to the ground. That'll be an offensive foul. Schroeder to Donovan, number three. Dennis Schroeder, the German. Once coached by assistant coach Alex Jensen, who was the assistant for the national team. Comes off a Schroeder pick. Gets, er, Adams pick. Gets to the free throw line, misses. Rebound, Gobert. Outlet to Ingles, Jazz down four, 3.37 left. Joe, working the Gobert pick, goes away from with the right hand, then switches to his left and misses an awkward shot. Jazz do not have that unselfish ball movement right now that's their signature. Diallo driving the lane into the body of O'Neal and a foul on O'Neal. Ron, why not the ball movement right now? Well, the Jazz, are, they're not, they're using the early offense more than I thought they would here tonight. I know they want to push the ball up the floor, but you don't see very much of the dribble handoffs, and I think that's, for the most part, is what gets them the open looks. Last year, the Jazz led the league in the most amount of handoffs, led the league in drives, second the league in picks. 87 picks a game they set on the ball last year. The Thunder... Largely because of Russell Westbrook, who one of the worst teams in the league at defending 
picks. Gobert checks out with the Jazz down five. 3.22 left here in the third. Well, that pick and roll in the middle of the floor with Adams is just giving the Jazz tons of props. Diallo splits the free throws. Gobert goes out. Adams goes out. O'Neal on the made miss free throw sneaks out behind the defense. Moutier finds him, and O'Neal lays it up and in. 67-64, Thunder. That eliminates what was the Thunder's largest lead. Mascala's their center now with Ed Davis guarding him. Mascala's a big who pops and shoots threes. Back to Schroeder, got a mismatch. Ingles bumps out to him, left side. They'll run it to Baisley, ball fakes Davis, drives the baseline, scoops underneath to Mascala, blocked by Davis, shot clock violation. Crowd loves that. Yeah, one of the better defensive possessions the Jazz have had. And why do I say that? Because the rotation was perfect. Billy Don will take a timeout. 2.49 left in the third. Mike Conley will return with four fouls here in the third when we come back on the Jazz Radio Network. the 2023 All-Star Game will take place here in Salt Lake City. It's been an honor for me and my family to serve as stewards of the Utah Jazz for the past 34 years. The longevity of the Miller family in the NBA, the tradition of hosting big events and sporting events in Salt Lake City, and I think, frankly, the, the final piece was the renovation to this arena. So I think the combination of all those things made it a very easy decision for the league to come back here. All-Star Game announced for 2023 in Salt Lake City. Congratulations, Don Sterling, Kerry Holt-Larson. A lot of people did a lot of excellent work on that. Got it done. Congratulations. All right. Jazz down three. 2.40 left. Gobert on the bench. Mike Conley comes back with four fouls. I'll set the lineup for you in a second. As Conley works off an Ed Davis pick and roll. They were teammates in Memphis. Conley floats a right-hander up. No good. Davis goes to jam follow, and he's fouled. And Mike Conley is 0 for 10. Now you start to press, David. I mean, those are shots that he's made throughout his career. And we've seen him make make them against us, against the Jazz. And they're not falling right now, so he's trying real hard. He's never had to make a debut next to fans in a long time. And Ed Davis... But you can't stop shooting him. I mean, he's so good at getting to his spots and getting to that range where he shoots that little right-handed floater, even though he's left-handed. Ed Davis makes the first free throw, and the second one rattles in. Not a great free throw shooter. 62% last year, 58 for his career. No, it actually almost looks difficult. Yeah. Baisley driving the right side, puts up a runner, no good. Ingles rebounds. Jazz down one as Joe comes to the front court. Jeff Green flips it out to Ingles, has some airspace, takes a dribble to his right, settles himself, fires, misses. Ed Green back taps it. Jeff Green attacks, blocked through the basket. That'll be a goaltend. Jeff Green is down and injured. I think he got hit. Well, I'll have to see. Jeff Green is down. They're huddled around him. I, my instinct on watching his first reaction is I think this is going to be okay. But I was wrong earlier tonight once before. So 
Ed Davis did a nice job back tapping it out, and then they goaltended Jeff Green. Is up. I think Jeff Green might have just gotten. Well, he's grabbing his back of his shoulder, so. The worst shooting night of Mike Conley's career, Ron, without a field goal, is a 0 for 8 in 2009 against Portland, an 0 for 8 in 2014 against Brooklyn, and an 0 for 8 last year in January against Detroit. Right. With a field goal, he has gone one for 12 before, and he's gone two of 16 before against Chris Paul. Oh, no, that was not against Chris Paul. That was against Houston, though. Dennis Schroeder, right side three, no good. Good screen out by Davis and the Jazz, who trail by one now, 67-66. 1.41 left here in the third. Jeff Green spins in the lane, ball fakes, flares it back out Dingles. Guarded by Chris Paul, briefly teammates in training camp of the Clippers. Ingles drives, goes behind his back, falling to the ground, kicks it out to Green. Green drives, baseline mid-range jumper, no good. Offensive foul on the rebound on Royce O'Neal. Check it, it's on Ed Davis. Jazz down one. With 1.23 left, and that'll send Mescala to the line. And the crowd just saw the replay of that and doesn't like it at all. Fourth foul on O'Neal. One of the Jazz's new assistant coaches, Brian Bailey. Developmental coach. Coached at Bucknell. That's where Mike Mascala played. Not often you have an NBA day with two guys from Bucknell. We have three guys from Iowa State today also. So who knows? 69-66 after Mascala makes both free throws. Mike Conley, pick and roll. Step back three, right side. No! 0 for 11. Well, that was down in there. The next one falls, David. The next shot he shoots falls. Chris Paul. Takes a drive to the right. Won't go to the rim anymore. Bounces out to Mascala for a three. Long rebound kicked out by Davis to Schroeder. Passes Mascala, rotates to Paul. Conley closes. Paul fires the three from the right corner. No good. Sliding inside for the rebound as Diallo goes up. Foul and finishes. Royce O'Neal didn't put a body on him. Jazz are small. They're going to have to put bodies on guys. So far today, the Jazz defensive rebounding has been pretty good at 87%. So it's not been a problem until that play right there. Just the fourth offensive rebound of the night by the Thunder. But the Thunder have their largest lead of the night, 72-66. And are on a little 5-0 run here with Gobert on the bench. Mike Conley the front court. He's 0 for 11. He drives. He gets his shot blocked. He's 0 for 12. Chris Paul, transition. Gives to Diallo. Flying by the defense. Misses the layup. Davis rebounds. Crowd wants every whistle they could get right now. 23 seconds left in the quarter. Shot clock now at 14. Game clock at 17. Diallo. The defender, good at long athlete on Conley, crosses him over, drives, keeps the dribble alive, switches to his right hand and scores. Mike Conley's first field goal is a member of the Jazz at the 5.9 second mark. Here's driving Schroeder, kicks to the corner. Diallo bobbles one second, forces it up off the glass and in. The Thunder will lead it by 
six as we head to the fourth. 74-68 on the Jazz Radio Network. Gilgis Alexander. O'Neal's got the assignment now. Trying to get him back to his right hand. He comes off the pick. He retreats back out in total control. The long arm, lanky Gilgis Alexander drives, scoops, and scores. 25 for Gilgis Alexander. Diallo, the defender, good at long athlete on Conley. Crosses him over. Drives. Keeps the dribble alive. Switches to his right hand and scores. And the Jazz trail it, 74-68. Here's Chris Paul working on Mike Conley. Gets the dotted line, lobs it inside to Steven Adams. Blocked from behind by Davis. Loose ball, 50-50, ricocheting around, bumper carring. Picked up by Chris Paul. Right side, Baisley for three, air ball. Long rebound, Bogdanovich gets hit in the face by Diallo. That's a foul. Ron, the one that has me a little stunned here tonight is the Jazz inability to get three-point shots off. The Jazz have taken 23 shots non-restricted area two. They're six of 23. They're 17 of 23 at the rim, which is great, but they've only taken 17 threes. The Thunder, by the way, have only taken 13 shots at the rim all game and are four of 13. Well, you see the Jazz now... Niang's checking in the ball game, and Conley's going to play with Moutier in the backcourt. Conley, Moutier, Niang, Bogdanovich, and Davis. Quinn searching. Conley, who's one field goal tonight. Swings left side to Niang. The minivan bumps and backs, kicks back to Conley. Drives on Schroeder to the window, switches to the right hand and misses. A lot of those. Mike Conley doesn't get to the rim like he used to earlier in his career earlier, and those are low percentage shots he's missing. Free throw line jumper, Chris Paul, good. What the Jazz, Jazz was down by eight, their largest deficit. What the Jazz was concerned with was picking Chris Paul up too high on the floor to the point when he breaks you down, he has a lot of room to operate. Conley gives to Moutier, goes nowhere with it on the dribble. Back out to Bogdanovich, who sprained his ankle in the first quarter, is back in the second. Bogdanovich works to the basket, powers it up, misses the air ball, Wanda Whistle didn't get it. Jazz down eight, having scored just 68 points, and we're... 10 minutes into the, with left in the fourth quarter. Chris Paul dribble, and he brings Ed Davis back out with him. Paul will not go to the rim anymore. Jazz double. Paul penetrates. Kicks it out to Schroeder. Left corner, Diallo for three. No good. Rebound, Niang. He'll bring it up himself. Bogdanovich is open right side in transition. Bypasses a good look. Drives to the basket. Fouled. Bogdanovich with two free throws. It's hard to figure out what's going on out there. I mean, other than the fact that the Jazz getting some pretty good looks and they're just not falling. Well, I think but I totally it, agree with you. I think those three-point, the, the dribble handoffs usually gets them three-point looks. Well, they're playing so fat, trying to play what seems like they're rushing up the floor, so they're not getting into any of their standard Jazz stuff, and then when it breaks down, they're kind of just into this one-on-one or pick-and-roll game. Yeah. Boyan. First free throw is good. Safe Light Auto Glass will donate $5 for every rebound secured from this year's leading rebounder. All proceeds from the Safe Light Auto Glass master the glass will be donated to the Utah Food Bank at the end of the season. Bogdanovich makes both free throws. It's 76-70. Jazz have not led since midway through the third quarter. That's his first point since the first quarter. Since when he sprained he his ankle. Seven. 
Steven Adams. Holding at the top of the key, looking to distribute. Gives it out to the rookie, Baisley. Grew up in Boston, Mass. Guarded by the Massachusetts native, Niang. Back cut, Schroeder hands it off to Adams. Ball fakes Davis in the air, and then Davis fouls Adams and will send Adams to the line. Is not a particularly good free throw shooter. 55% for his career. Jazz on the ropes here. Their last lead was at the 538 mark of the third quarter at 62-60. Since then, it is a... 14 to 8, uh, 16 to 16 to 8 run. And free throws no good. Gobert will enter. Chick-fil-A possibilities here. Adam has not scored tonight. We got a bad first quarter going 0 for 5. Crowd wants their chicken. You get chicken too, by the way. Chicken for you as well. Just go to the Chick-fil-A app. It's for the whole state. Not just ticket holders, free chicken. Moutier works the left baseline, attacks Adams, misses at the rim, which has always been a struggle for him in his career. 76-70. Adams at the elbow, conducting, setting picks, dribble handoff, giving the ball to the guys. A very different game plan for Oklahoma City without Westbrook. Schroeder drives, gets by Niang, caught in the air. Throws to Diallo. He saves it right to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich got Gilgis Alexander retreating. Goes to the window, lays it up and in. Quite a move. Quite a move. Timeout on the floor by Billy Donovan. We'll take it as well. 76-72 on the Jazz Radio Network. NBA now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Kyrie Irving. With a floater off glass and it's good. Kyrie Irving with 32 points, the most ever by a net in his debut. Irving a low crossover. Back and forth. Back up three. Good! Oh, wow! Kyrie! 43 as he screams in the air. Out to Irving. Left side three. It's good! 48 for Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving understands it's his time right now. Dribble drive into Covington. Floater knocked away, but a foul is called. But Kyrie Irving at the line. This free throw to give Kyrie Irving 50 points. It's on the way. It is good. 50 in his next debut. 50 points for Kyrie Irving, but they lose in overtime. 127-126 to Minnesota when he missed the final shot of the night. Steven Adams gets a dunk for his first field goal of the night. Coming out of the timeout, nine minutes to play. Jazz have Moutier, Mitchell, Ingles, Bogdanovich, and Gobert on the floor. Right side, Mitchell, pull-up jumper is good. Ron, it's interesting, that lineup we are so interested in seeing of the Jazz with Conley, Ingles, Bogdanovich, Mitchell, and Gobert has played one minute together all night. 78-74, we'll see if they close together at some point. Gilgis Alexander has had a monster night for the Thunder and leading them the way. Driving, scooping high up the glass, no. Offensive rebound, Adams, that's a foul. Gilgis Alexander has 25 points. Donovan Mitchell has 20 for the Jazz. If you're just tuning in, the Jazz defense was brilliant in the first quarter. Thunder went 5 of 21 shooting, and the Jazz led 23-12. But the Jazz offense never got going, and the Thunders did. They scored 34 points in the second. 
But the Jazz still led by three at the half, but the Thunder outscored the Jazz 28-19 in the third and led it by six heading into the fourth. It's now a four-point game. Moutier working the right side, keeps the dribble going, kicks it back up to Bogdanovich who dribbles. Not a lot of passing and going, a lot of dribbling tonight. Bogdanovich, pull-up jumper is good. Boyan has 13. Well, those were mid-range shots there. They, they've been able to get for the most part. 78-76. Jazz have only taken 17 threes in the entire game. Gilgis Alexander, right side to Schroeder. Free throw line extended. Gets it back from Adams. Right side in trouble. Pass down low to Adams. Fouled by Donovan. They use Adams 85% of the time in their offense. Right in the middle of the floor. For a guy who has two points tonight, he's definitely been impactful. He missed two free throws a moment ago, so you already have chicken. He misses his third in a row here. He's a 55% free throw shooter. Here comes the second with a Thunder leading at 78-76. 7.45 left. He missed them both. Ron, the fewest threes the Jazz took in any game last year was 21. They have 17 right now. Donovan for three off the bounce. No good. Rebound Adams. That's their 18th. They're just four of 18, however. 78-76 Oklahoma City. Schroeder driving, forgot the basketball, goes out of bounds. Couldn't tell if he dribbled off his foot or Adams' foot. Adams checks out, 22 minutes, 10 rebounds, two points. Would imagine Joe Ingles checks out, Royce O'Neal checks in. Would imagine that Adams and Chris Paul probably check in at the five-minute mark. I would guess, and I think mark. in the same time, Mike Conley and Joe Ingles will check in about that same point for the Jazz, and they'll close that lineup. Bogdanovich for three, no good. The last three by the Jazz was at the 538 mark of the third quarter. They're down two, 78-76 with seven minutes left. Diallo drives right into the teeth of defense for an easy layup. Mascalo pulls Gobert out of the middle as a decent three-point shooter as a center. Moody have a double stagger, left to right, gets in the lane, swirls around, ball fakes, goes up to the window and finishes. 10 points for Emmanuel Moody in his Jazz debut. 80-78, Oklahoma City by two. Moutier works a high pick and roll, leaves it behind. Muscala, Moutier, nice close. Back to Gilgis Alexander for an unguarded three, missed it. Moutier rebounds and pushes. Jazz looking to tie with 6.32 left in the fourth. Moutier attacks, puts it to the window, misses it. Loose ball rebound, Donovan has it. Back up and in. We're tied. Dennis Schroeder left side. Two years ago had 41 against the Jazz. Last time these two teams played, he had 28. Gilgis Alexander has Gobert on a switch. He drives in the lane, ball fakes. Gobert stays with him, scoops around him, no good. Mascala comes in for a rebound, knocks Gobert out of bounds. Foul on Mascala. Gallinari checks back in. Gallinari averaged 20 a game last year for the Clippers. He may be their late game player. left, neither coaches use their coaching challenge tonight. 
Tied at 80. This is the range where you use it because you don't mind if you lose one of your timeouts because you're going to lose it anyway. Moutier attacking Mascala. Double clutches at the window and finishes. Emmanuel Moutier. 82-80 Utah. First lead for the Jazz in 12 minutes. Schroeder. Left side. Guarded by Donovan. Comes off the pick to the left. Nice step out by Gobert. They got a mismatch now. Schroeder drives on Gobert to the window. Missed it. Rebound O'Neal. Jazz lead it by two. 5.30 left. Moutier to the corner. Bogdanovich for three. Boyan! (laughs) 85-80 Utah. 15-4 run. Crowd on their feet at Vivint Smart Home. Gallinari right wing, inside the arc, ball fakes, penetrates, runs into Gobert, foul, and a finish. Bogdanovich with a foul. Yeah, Bogdanovich went for the pump fake. I mean, once you throw your hands up, even if you go up on your tiptoes, that... Check it, Rudy Gobert called for the foul. Third on Gobert. Gallinari is one of the best in the NBA at drawing fouls throughout his career. All right, Billy Donovan makes his move at the five-minute mark exactly like exactly like Ron Boone suspected. Gallinari's free throw, good. He was fourth best in the NBA in free throws. You'd expect it. So Chris Paul is in, one of the best clutch players in the NBA. Adams is in. They've got their closing lineup on the floor, I think. 85-83, Moutier, Chesson to Bogdanovich. Free throw line jumper, blocked from behind. Bogdanovich flies in for the rebound, can't get it. Chris Paul has numbers. Chris Paul to the middle of the floor. Chris Paul terminates. Flares across court to Gilgis Alexander's got 25. He works to the free throw line. Attacks Gobert. Misses. Rebound O'Neal. Jazz on the run. He's got Moutier left. Mitchell right. He slows down. Scoops to Bogdanovich. 4-3. No good. Gobert taps the rebound. Can't control it. It's grabbed by Calinari. Jazz by 285-83. 4-26 left. Chris Paul walks it up the court to let us catch our breath. And... Ingles getting ready to check in for the Jazz. Chris Paul left side. Chris Paul lines up Bogdanovich. Step back three. Good. Ron, you know he's not going to the rim. He doesn't go to the rim anymore. Can't you close tighter? Well, you would think. Or The thing is, is that when he's in the pick and roll, he controls that as well. I mean, he gets into the paint. So he's. I'd rather see him shoot a three. I just don't think he's that great of a three-point shooter. Timeout on the floor. Oklahoma City 86, Utah 85 on the Jazz Radio Network. City leads the Jazz, 86-85. Thunder will close with Chris Paul, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Ferguson, Gallinari, and Adams. Actually, Gilgis-Alexander's getting a break right now. Jazz come out with Conley, Ingles, Mitchell, O'Neal, and Gobert. Donovan driving, scooping, scoring. Put the defender on his left hip and never relented. Great play out of a timeout. Put the ball in Donovan's hands. Donovan's got 24. 87-86. 
Mike Conley back in the game. He is one of 14 shooting tonight for the Jazz. Gallinari, mid-range angle right. Kicks to the top to Chris Paul, who's got 20. Guarded by Donovan. Donovan reaches in. Paul goes by him to the rim. Air ball. And numbers. And Chris Paul grabs Royce O'Neal to stop the fast break with 3.30 left. Pretty smart. But to my point, I've been hammering all night. He does not want to go to the rim anymore. He goes to the rim in the first percentile of all players in the league now. The least. Jazz lead at 87-86. We've had three lead changes here in the fourth. Eight in the game. Donovan Mitchell, 24 points on 11 of 15 shooting. Donovan comes off an O'Neal pick and gets Gallinari switched. They then leave O'Neal open. He bypasses a three. Gives it back to Donovan. Has Gallinari again. Blows by him to the window. Layup good. They are going to go hunt Danilo Gallinari. 89-85. Billy Donovan calls a timeout. 3-12 left. Donovan's got 26. Jazz lead at 89-86. Schroeder and Gallinari talking at the top how they're going to avoid this matchup in the future. Ron, Quinn's got the guy he wants to go get in Gallinari. How, what is, do they just bump out of it? How, what does Oklahoma City got to do? Well, they might double and take it out of his hands. You know, just he's been able to break the defense down and get, get to the back. Great play out of a timeout, incidentally. With with, uh, with with Quentin using Conley who drives baseline and catches Donovan curling over the top there, Rudy Gobert, and then the rest was all on Donovan. But right now, it's 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 Donovan that's making some things happen out there on the floor. 26 for Donovan Mitchell. Purchase a Ford Fan Zone all you can eat ticket to an upcoming Jazz game and receive unlimited hot dog. Popcorn, nachos, peanuts, starting as low as $33 for a ticket. Visit utahjazz.com or visit 325-2999 to buy a Ford Anzone all-you-can-eat ticket now. You know, Donovan only had, what, one point? Donovan did not score throw. in the first quarter. Yeah, he had one Did point. not take a shot. At the 629 mark, he scored his first field goal in the second quarter. And At 10 then. in the second, 8 in the third, has 8 in the fourth. 89-86. Donovan's 4 of 5 shooting here in the fourth. Boy, I... Gallinari isolated right side, guarded by O'Neal. Jabs at him, mid-range jumper, no good. Adams tips the rebound. Controlled by Donovan. And numbers. 89-86. Donovan drives. Attacks Schroeder. Switches to his left. Misses. Gets his own rebound. Follows. Misses. Gets his own rebound again. Kicks out to O'Neal. Cross court to Conley. Mike right side. Missed the three. Royce O'Neal passing. That's the second time he's passed up a three here in this quarter. He's too good of a shooter right now to pass up those shots. Back cut. Shea Gilgis-Alexander. O'Neal following it. And Ingles reaches out and switches on him and fouls him immediately. Not sure why. Donovan has nine rebounds tonight. That's got to be close to a career high. That looked a few of Moses Malone type rebounds yeah. there, wasn't it? 26 points, nine rebounds for Donovan. Ties his career high. He's never had a double-double. And Royce O'Neal's called for a foul staying on Gallinari. 
trying to beat Dalinari over the top of those screens. And, and again, Adams is a beast, selling those screens in the middle of the floor. He puts the shoulder into Royce O'Neal, who in, in return ends up putting the shoulder into Gallinari. And with 2.20 left, this will put the fourth best free throw shooter in the NBA on the line. And five fouls on Royce O'Neal. Now, could that Quinn could challenge that. And frankly, the problem is that Quinn has... I don't know if you can challenge fouls, can yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. So the thing is that I think our board, unfortunately, is not very helpful. That there's two, he only has two timeouts left, so if he's wrong, it's under the three-minute mark. He's lost that extra timeout by the three-minute mark when they switch it down to two. So now you just aren't going to use it because it's too risky to lose a timeout. 89-88. Donovan comes off an O'Neal pick. They're trying to get Gallinari. Then they set another pick for Donovan. Flares it out to O'Neal. Open three. Got it. There we go. Listen to Ron Boone, Royce O'Neal. Please. 92-88. I watched Royce O'Neal, Conley, and Joe Ingles make 18 consecutive threes this morning. Chris Paul driving the lane, feigns a foul, no call. Ball goes out of bounds. They rule it off of the Jazz. Now, 149 left. They should review that. They are not going to review that. That's not something that Quinn should have used his challenge for. They should review that. Conley defending Chris Paul on a swing through reach in on Mike Conley. And Chris Paul in the penalty will get free throws. Conley's a veteran player. He's played against Chris Paul long 20, enough. 29 regular season games. He's got caught on that twice tonight. He's got tonight. caught twice here tonight. Should not happen. Chris Paul to the line with the Jazz leading at 92-88. 1.41 to play. Saturday night. Great ticket package available for you. Standing room seats only as the Jazz and Sacramento will play in the Purple Palace. We got five fouls on Conley. We have five fouls on Royce O'Neal. Four on Donovan Mitchell. Bogdanovich is not finishing tonight because they want O'Neal to guard Gallinari. Conley comes to the front court. Mike Conley tonight, one of 15 shooting, the worst shooting night of his career. Bounces to Conley, back to Conley for three, he missed it. One of 16, Mike Conley has never had a shooting night with only one field goal and 15 misses. Chris Paul to the right side, 118 to play. Guarded by Ingles, off an Adams pick, he hesitates, he goes in and out with the right hand. He ball fakes Gobert, he stops at the block, kicks back to Schroeder, resets Paul, four on the clock, step back three in the corners, an air ball. Loose ball goes to the corner, Mitchell has it. One minute to play, Jazz by two. Jazz, I'm Crowd not- to their feet, Donovan driving, at Gallinari, spite of spins, floats, misses. Own rebound, follow up and in. The relentless competitiveness of the kid, Donovan Mitchell. Timeout, Billy Donovan. 94-90, 28 for Donovan. And his first double-double of his career, 28 points and 12 rebounds. That was the best they defended that pick and roll 
but it was on the wing. Then they have all night long. And you are absolutely right. Chris Paul does not want to drive. So get and, and up so on he, him. So he tried to shoot over Rudy Gobert from that range. 94-90. Jazz by four. They've outscored the Thunder in the fourth quarter, 26-16. And the Thunder are five of 16 shooting in the quarter. And for those worried about the Jazz defense, this is an elite defensive performance by the Utah Jazz tonight. In the first and fourth quarters, but frankly, in this league that's this offensive-minded, you don't put together four quarters of elite defense. All right, 54 seconds left. You'd like to make him use some time. Well, they got Schroeder and Chris Paul in the backcourt here. Joe Ingles is going to guard Chris Paul. Mike Conley's going to guard Schroeder. Donovan Mitchell has Shea Gilgis-Alexander. So they're going to three-point guards with Gallinari, who averaged 20 a game last year. Royce O'Neal defending, and Gobert's got Adams. Jazz need a stop. One stop should do it. Chris Paul inbounds to Gilgis Alexander, the youngster, having his career night with 25. Works off a pick. They get O'Neal switch to him. Top to Gallinari. Donovan's on him. This is the matchup they wanted. Back to Gilgis Alexander. Drives on O'Neal. Gobert's there. Scoop to Adams. Layup. No, but they fouled him. But that's fine. He's a bad free throw shooter. They should have never let him have the layup. You want to foul him before the layup. But O'Neal had five fouls. And so O'Neal had to be reluctant to commit that foul. It was on Gobert instead. Actually, I only have O'Neal with four fouls. O'Neal has four fouls. Adams' first free throw is good. Adams, one for five now at the line. One for eight from the field has three points. 94-91 Utah. Defensive substitution. Gallinari goes out of the game because the Jazz have gone after him. Like a shark smelling blood. <laughs> and Donovan Mitchell's torched him, so Diallo comes in to defend. Now this is where you should see the Jazz offensive versatility. Adams looked like he intentionally tried to miss the second free throw and catch the Jazz off guard, but it didn't work. 94-91. Donovan with it. Donovan barking out signals. Wants Royce O'Neal on the other side. He's got Ingles in one corner. Conley in the left corner. Donovan drives. Attacks Adams. Rises. Fires. Hits. Oh, Donovan Mitchell. Don't do me like that. Now, what got the Thunder in trouble there, you see the spacing they had there? I mean, they picked up Donovan so high on the floor that once Donovan was able to break the defense down, he had, he didn't have... One player five feet close to him when he knocked down the mid-range jumper. Buy your 45 jerseys because that boy is filthy. Woohoo! That was something else tonight. 30 for Donovan. The kid is just special. If you're around him every day, he's unbelievable. His energy, his commitment, his competitiveness. He's got 12 in the fourth quarter and seven rebounds. Man, oh man alive, he is special. 21 seconds to play, 96-91. What was Steven Adams trying to do, by the way, 
on that free throw. It, it, well, it was the three-point ball game. So it was 94-91 with like 40 seconds left, or 35. Like, why was he trying to? I agree. I, I, I don't know why he would. It seemed like he would want to make that because now it becomes a two-point ball right, game. Right. It was a 40-second yeah. lap. You miss. If if the Jazz miss, you got the ball. Yeah. Like all you gotta do is force a stop. Just shoot his regular free throws. It's 50 percent chance it's not gonna go in anyway. Five point advantage for the Jazz with 21 seconds left. Donovan Mitchell, 30 points. Welcome back, kid. Well, Gallinari on the weak side of the floor. Guarded by O'Neal, who has four fouls. Chris Paul comes to the ball. They can't get it to him. Adams comes to the top. Gilgis Alexander gets it back. Guarded by Donovan. Hand off to Gallinari for three. Good. What a play. And they wish they had that free throw right now because it's 96-94 and they've got to foul. Inbound to Donovan. They don't foul yet. Donovan jumped past to Conley and Conley is tripped and fouled. With 11 seconds left, Mike Conley makes two free throws and they really wish they had the Steven Adams free throw opportunity right now. It's a great point. What was Steven Adams doing? All right, Quinn Snyder will call a timeout because that is actually only the fourth foul on the Thunder, so Conley will not go to the line. It's the first in the last two minutes. Makes, which actually makes another Oklahoma City mistake. Since they had a foul to give, they should have never been playing for the steal in the backcourt right there because it built it buried another seven seconds. If you have if you're short of foul, you gotta commit that foul right away, or else you lose too much time. Okay, the player that you want the ball in their hands here late in the fourth quarter, if they because they have to foul. Conley's an 85% free throw shooter last season. So he's probably the one. Donovan was what, Ron? 80.6 last season, 80.5 his career. And what's Boyan Bogdanovich, who has not played in the quarter, but now has that's the jersey off? That's his was puzzling. He's only at 80.7 last year, but for the, his career, is at about an 85. So Boyan, I'd put him in the ball game, and it looks like he's going to check in there. He's, stand, he's on his feet. So yep. Boyan or Conley, I think. Mike Conley. Or Donovan. I mean, Donovan can, he can make a pressure free throw. Mike Conley in the final two minutes of a game within four in his career is a 76% free throw shooter. Last year went 16 of 20 in that circumstance. Well, you don't want Rudy. Nope, but you want Rudy to set picks. So you don't want to pull him off the floor. He's on the floor right now. I don't even know if you, you you don't even need him in the play. Ingles will inbound. Conley goes to the backward, inbound to Mitchell. Donovan holding. They don't foul him immediately. Trap him in the corner. He falls to the ground. They call the foul. Chris Paul's arguing that they didn't foul him. This could be challenged. This could be challenged by Billy Donovan. In fact, there's no reason not to challenge this with 8.1 seconds left. Why would you possibly not challenge this? Except for he has no timeouts left, and he can't. Oh my gosh, there's so many little elements to this rule. And I thought that was a big mistake there by the Jazz, but he should have never been going down to the I, corner. I, I would agree with you 100%. Yeah. So you should have Early thrown season. It, throw it in the backcourt. You know, you got Boyan back there. You, you know. Donovan in this circumstance in the final 
two minutes is an 80% free throw shooter. First one, good. With the game on the line, the final 24 seconds though, Donovan, just 11 of 16. This is the one he's gotta make that would change the game. Up by three, 97, 94. Donovan's got 31 now. Thunder have a play call for this in case they miss. They get into their play formation, but here's Donovan's free throw instead. It's perfect. 98-94. Gilgis Alexander. No four-point plays, drives guys. Drives to the lane, goes at Gobert, and Gobert fouls him with 2.8 seconds left. He'll shoot two free throws, and this one's probably in the books. I'm not quite ready to give you pizza, and I'm not quite ready to give a jazz note yet, because in theory, he makes the first, misses the second, kicks out for a three, and they have a chance. But with no timeouts left, that's the only chance they have. Donovan Mitchell's 32 points, of which in the fourth quarter, he's got 14. Leads the way for the Jazz. And a great defensive night for the Jazz, and they'll Hopefully figure out the offense. Free throw's no good, that'll do it. The day after every Jazz win, Homer away. Little Caesars is giving you free pizza. Order one custom round multi-topping pizza through the Little Caesars app, and you'll receive a free, large, extra, most bestest pepperoni pizza using the promo code JAZZWIN. Valid all participating Utah. Little Caesars locations, mobile orders, only the second free throw is good. You can put a Jazz note on this one tonight as O'Neal, trying to get it in, has to call the final timeout, so. Before we can get too comfortable, it's going to make us a little more nervous, but frankly, you can inbound this one to the middle of the floor. Well, that's incredible on the instant replay rule when all of a sudden, Billy Donovan couldn't challenge because he didn't have a timeout. Well, you don't think about those things when you're trying to manage a game and you still have 15, 20 minutes on the, on, on the clock. And you're trying to, you take timeouts to stop runs, you know, for the most part. You think he would have won the challenge if he would have challenged it. I don't know, I didn't see a replay on it, but if that's yeah. the point where if you have that timeout, it's a yeah. game, you just challenge it no matter what because it's a game, right? It's a game altering call. And that, what's interesting to me about this challenge rule, Ron, is all these coaches, last night they didn't, they, but Billy Donovan talked about the press conference today. The, the, first of all, the amount of calls overturned is low, particularly foul calls. Because right. you're asking the guy who made the call, or woman who made the call, to change it. The second thing, though, is you, a lot of these coaches are holding that timeout, or that instant replay challenge for late in the game, but I've run, I've talked to multiple coaches in this league and given them like eight, nine scenarios late in the game, and they won't use it in any of them because they don't want to give up the timeout. Because yeah. even if you're right, you still have to use the timeout. Yeah, it, it, when you're right, you lose your timeout. Yeah, right. right. So that's, like, that's, you still use your timeout to be right. Okay, now the Eagles spread. to inbound, O'Neal in the backcourt, Conley, Donovan are straight across from O'Neal, and Gobert's by the rim. 2.8 seconds left, three. Inbound comes to Conley, and they foul him with 2.1 seconds left. 
I'll tell you what, Ron. Here's the weird thought I just had right there. And I don't know if this is going to come across on the radio. Uh-oh. I might have run Gobert to the ball. You would? You only got to make one free throw. And frankly, they have no timeouts left. So even if he misses the second one, like, all you got to do is get the ball inbound to win the game. They just won the game because there's 2.1 seconds left. So even on a rebound, they're not going to be able to get a shot off. So even if he missed, you're fine. And it would be the last thing in the world they would ever expect is Gobert going to the ball and you just throw it to him. Frankly, even if he dropped it, you're probably fine. <laughs> I know, my brain's... Co Coach Lock. <laughs> I'm going to tell that to Quincy how he reacts. Conley's free throw is good. Well, Mike Conley will hopefully forget tonight. But it's a jazz win, and look at Conley. <laughs> Conley waves to the crowd like, holy cow, I made a shot. He's one of 16. Mike Conley, has, this is the worst shooting night of Mike Conley's career. He might have endeared himself to the fans forever, though. And Donovan Mitchell intercepts the pass, shakes hands with his mentor, Chris Paul. And the Jazz win it 100 to 95. Ron, Mike Conley, we don't need to harp on this, but the reason why he had that reaction is he went one of 16 tonight. The worst he's ever shot in a game in his NBA career with only one field goal is he went one of 12 once against the Golden State Warriors on November 11th of 2015. Like, he's never had a night like he went 2 of 16 once in 2011. Like, he just made his first de his debut for the Jazz, the first time he's played in a uniform other than the Grizzly uniform in 788 games. And it just became a disaster that we can now laugh about because they won. Well, I like the fact that... Tony Parks is on the floor with, I think, Royce Sonia, but I can't see. Uh, Emmanuel Moutier is Sorry. with us here. Emmanuel, tonight your team is out there. The game was dicey for a bit. You guys got control at a very critical moment. What was the key to kind of getting things back into your favor? Uh, defense. I mean, getting stops and trying to get back in transition. Uh, we kind of relaxed a little bit, but when we locked in back, when we locked back in on defensive end, we got we got ourselves going. Players have talked about how this offense really can help them get comfortable early and often. What is it about this offense that you feel like has helped you in this process? Uh, we just got so many weapons, so you kind of got to just pick your poison. Uh, obviously, everybody knows Don is, is the head right now of, of the whole offense, but he got a lot of help, so we just try to help him as much as possible. As a young player in this league, there's a lot of things you want to accomplish being a member of the Utah Jazz. What do you feel like you've been able to do with your growth and the strides you've been able to take up to this point? Uh, just soaking everything in, learning as much as I can. Coach Q, he's staying on us, staying on me, so trying to just grow from there. What do you think of the atmosphere? Your first game as a player with the home team in this yeah, building? I've, I've played here many times, but it, it, just being here as on, on the home side is definitely different. The home crowd is the best. Emmanuel, thanks so much. All right, thank you. Guys, that's Emmanuel Moutier. Let's go back to you. Emmanuel Moutier with a terrific game tonight. Um, and really let turn the tide for the Jazz in a lot of ways. Six for 11. He also had five or six in that ball game there, David. And I agree. Water hit you as well? Yeah, a little kid up there accidentally did it is what is I just that, been okay. told. Um, sorry, we just got water dumped on top of us in our new broadcast site right now. So we're trying to figure out what happened. Uh, on that note, Jake, Scott, and Ben Anderson join us. Is the equipment okay, David? Everything seems to be. Uh, Tori, our statistician, took the brunt of it. So oh, we're no. Rookie 
rookie indoctrination here for him. Uh, well, I, I have had a um, item that I have been probably the most perturbed by around the national media talking about our players, and that is the people who talk about Donovan did not have a good second year. It is, we'll see what happens with Trey Young and Luka Doncic this year, but players who have great first years do not usually have great second years. They have similar second years. <laughs> when players make a jump in the NBA, is year two to year three. Yeah, and so Donovan was outstanding tonight, Rod. So what is the complaint when the when the, the MO or the history of sophomore players usually is not very good? So what is the... It's just it's the norm. Well, the they idea that you're going to get better than different, right? The idea that Donovan's going to get better in his second year than his first year is somewhat ludicrous. And so what we saw tonight, though, is a different player. Like he didn't take a shot in the first quarter. He worked his way into the game. He allowed his teammates to have their role. He took over when he needed to. He pulled the mid-range shot when he wanted to. He got back to the rim like he didn't. He went spread out the floor and went after Gallinari. He was he was just terrific. And you know, Quinn Snyder deserves some credit as well tonight, Jake and Ben, because. They went hunting, and they, it is hunting season in Utah, and they went and got Gallinari, and he looked like a deer in headlights. That was an issue for uh, for the Thunder, and I, I think you're right, David. That was one of the spots where the Jazz recognized they have somebody who was a little bit slower, I should say, defensively out on the perimeter and, and a place that they could attack, and and they went to it over and over. And, and if, if you'd seen even a remotely reasonable shooting night from Mike Conley and that was where a lot of his mid-range shots came from this would have been a, a much different game but still good to get the victory yeah and the defense was great so everyone was worried about the uh, you know the defense the defense won the game tonight. I think they held Oklahoma City to under a under a point of possession tonight which is generally the standard by which you win about 85% of your games um, if not more and that's that's what they did tonight. My final number is Oklahoma City was a 96 offensive rating tonight. So pretty elite level defensive night. And that opened with Rudy Gobert just taking Steven Adams out of the game in the first few minutes. Now, David, Ben has been waving around a stat up here that I think uh, you would be particularly proud of. Hit him with it, Ben. I'm sure we'll talk about it in the post game, but I think you'll like this one, David. Yeah, at NBA.com, I'm looking at the shot chart. It looks like the Thunder only got four corner threes all game. They only made one. That was the Shea Gilgis-Alexander three, and that was in the second quarter. I mean, the Jazz just doing what Quinn Snyder has tried to do so often, and that's run teams off that corner three. That's a great note, and let's build off that. Even another note off that is they only took 20 shots at the rim. So Quinn getting the defense uh, right? exactly how he wants it. And it, it did look more fluid, much more fluid than the preseason. Jazz did not. Jazz offensive shot distribution they would like is 40-40-20. Uh, they did not get the threes tonight. That's one of the lowest three-point shooting nights of the year uh, for the Jazz all of tonight. Um, would, would have been what they had last year. The 21 was their fewest threes of any game they had all year tonight. And tonight they had 24. So... That, that's not normal. We'll see if they can fix that. And, and I'm sure they will. I mean, you're going to see, I mean, you, you, we're talking about uh, Mike Conley. He's got to find his groove a little bit, David. Um, you know, where you're looking at um, Joe Ingles tonight, probably looking for more than four attempts out of him as he kind of feels his way into, into his role. And, you know, three attempts for Donovan Mitchell is kind of a low number. So, you know, I think they took what they could get, and maybe you disagree, Ben, but uh, and they got a lot of it. Donovan was great at the rim tonight. Well, I thought, Let me ask Ron, Ron, did they do anything defensively? Were they up on the ball handler in a way? I, 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 
was different? Or I really don't jazz? think so. I think the Jazz got into the in the habit of just playing a little one-on-one -on -one basketball, a little pick and roll, and, and getting into the mid-range, and did not. Uh, Shoot, shoot the threes. I saw a number of guys passing up threes, as, as a matter of fact. But let me point this out because, you know, this is the first ball game. Uh, the rotation was, was, was maybe a little bit different. And the Jazz just, and, and three point field goals can be contagious. One or two guys start to make them, then everyone else falls into in play, especially if, you, if you're getting those uncontested threes of what the Jazz is all accustomed to doing. Well, gentlemen, it was an extremely fun night. You guys had uh, an absolutely great call. By the way, David, I'm going to love this uh, second quarter commercial free thing. This is going to be a lot of fun this year. Well, we'll get you involved in that as well, I'm sure, at times and bounce around fun things. And maybe if we're in a rush late in the season, we'll be able to check in on games, all sorts of exciting things. Love it. I, I think it's a great addition to the broadcast this year. I think it's going to be a lot of fun for the listeners. And, uh, you, you know, we get more Lock and Boone, which is a good thing. That has been highly debated by people of immense power and authority. <laughs> well, hey, great call tonight. One down, boys, and uh, we'll talk to you on Friday. See ya. All right, that's Locke and Boone, your final. The Jazz beat the Thunder tonight, 100-95. Jazz game night postgame kicks off next right here on the Jazz Radio Network. <laughs> 